0: Oh, she used to be a regular guest on the program, and we've just gone both gone our separate ways. But we're, she's back, Jesse O'Poyan, brilliant writer, reporter for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Steve. And I don't even know why we stopped talking to each other, but I'm glad you're back. I'm glad to be back. Yes, you're now working for the Journal Sentinel. So I, I kind of want to, this to be like an introductory reintroduction of your, some of the work that you're covering. So we could take it in a bunch of different ways. There's obviously the recusal story. There's the story. I think that you wrote recently about the transmission lines and and what's happening with that. I'll, I'll take it any direction you want to, but I'd love to hear what you're reporting on today.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a grab bag lately. Um, so we we're, we're working on recusal and impeachment stuff over the weekend, still working on that. And then uh, yesterday, I did sit in a, a six hour hearing on a bill that deals with the regulation of transmission lines. Which, if you fell asleep listening to that, you're probably not the only one.
0: So. So on that issue, um, yeah. on that issue, yeah. and six hours is a long time for any kind of a hearing or or, or, or a discussion. What's the what's the uh, the basic piece that we need to know about?
1: So the the, the, the basic issue here is there's a, a federal regulation that um, eliminates the right of first refusal for transmission uh, utilities that are doing business in a state um, on new new projects coming and that connect to their existing lines. Um, So supporters of this bill are trying to bring that right of first refusal back. There are eight other states in our regional grid that have done that. Basically the the rule was implemented in an effort to spur competition and drive down prices. Utility companies are saying it really hasn't accomplished that at all. now, opponents of the bill say competition is good; it should be good in every sector, even highly regulated sectors. And so they're not on board with it.
0: I noticed um, the utilities are asking for a, a price increase. I think it was three or four um, percent, or yeah, it was like four dollars on the average bill. Um, that story is interesting because it comes up very often. We see that uh, with the inflation recession problem we've had in this country. That the cost of heating or cooling your home is certainly on people's minds. Do you get a sense that? Um, As you write these stories, that one of the biggest concerns that readers of your work, readers of the Journal Sentinel, folks who live in Wisconsin are talking about are some of these just incremental small little upticks in prices that impact their everyday lives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was actually a, a, a barber from Milwaukee who testified in the hearing yesterday just talking about exactly that of just the cost of doing business. Well, you know, obviously we think about it in our home, homes and the prices that we pay to heat our homes, but, you know, small business owners have to pay these costs too. And it's, like you said, those inter- incremental, you know, price increases, whether it's utilities or, or gas or, you know, what have you, groceries, it's, it's, those little things that are definitely on people's minds and I think, um, you know, definitely on the mind of lawmakers as they're considering policies like this.
0: So one of the big stories in Wisconsin, and I know you, you've talked about this, you said you were covering it over the weekend, is the recusal question. We've seen sort of breaking news that um, one of the sort of secret panel that Assembly Speaker Robin Voss assembled, former Justice Prosser, has indicated he doesn't think that a recusal is required. And just paraphrasing, basically, that it didn't ri- rise to the level of criminality, um, her statements during the campaign. You get a sense of where this is going. It's been very behind the scenes. No one is quite sure what is next in the legislature, if that's where it is, or in the courts. We do know that those cases are coming before the newly assembled Wisconsin Supreme Court. Where are we at at this moment?
1: Yeah, so we'll have the beginning of that the, the redistricting case, which is the case in question here that in Justice Proteste would Talked about the issue on the campaign trail. She said that she thinks the maps are rigged. That redistricting challenge will come before the court um, late in November. So we'll be waiting for that to gear up. And in the meantime, like you said, um, Robin Voss has been seeking advice on this. There are obviously people who <laughs> within the Republican caucus who would like to see an impeachment effort. Um, I think that's also coming a lot from Um, The Senate in particular, and so, but it would have to start in the assembly. So the question is, is, does this rise to the level of corrupt conduct in office or um, a crime? And as you said, you know, Robin Voss sought some advice from former Justice David Crosser, who said, based on the the knowledge that, that is available right now, he does not see anything that rises to the level of impeachment. And he got into sort of the potential political backlash, which I think is a real concern here of, you know, Justice Pro was won by 11 points in this election. So you impeach her, you take her off the court, it can be seen as potentially sort of overturning the results of an election, which is something Robin Voss has been asked to do before (laughs) and not done.
0: (laughs) Do you get the sense that um, this question as Robin Voss, I think, said yesterday or the day before, that this this question will, whatever the Wisconsin Supreme Court does, will end up in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. Does your your reporting, your research, your sources indicate that's probably a logical progression? Yeah,
1: you know, it, it very well could. Um, that being said, you know the U.S. Supreme Court has traditionally been really reluctant to step into state matters like this, especially um, on. A case of, of an individual justice and for that matter they've kind of already taken this issue up and, and ruled on it So there is existing law, existing precedent from the court that makes me and, and some of the folks that I've talked to think it might not be inclined to take this up at all but it could very well head in that direction.
0: And you, you mentioned the legislature and whatever the assembly which has to start that process of impeachment and then eventually getting to the senate do you get the sense talking to legislators or their staff um, that there is a likelihood that they would go after impeachment that's
1: been the big question um no one really wants to commit to it um there's been you know one one member of the republican caucus who has outright said he would not vote to impeach and um you know a while back when this talk was first starting i reached out to every member of the assembly and you know obviously all the democrats said no they would not and i did not get any hardy yeses from many members of the Republican caucus. I got some people who said they wanted to wait and see, they were looking into it, some people who just didn't weigh in at all, but it um, seems like it, it's 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 one that people haven't necessarily wanted to be a, a hard yes on.
0: Jesse O'Poin, joining us on WTMJ Now, a reporter for Journal Sentinel, anything that's on your horizon for stories that you're going to be covering in the uh, the the week or weeks ahead?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know we're again continuing to see what happens with the Supreme Court, watching that play out. I think you know the the other thing that continues to sort of linger in the background is the Wisconsin Elections Commission, the administrator, um, and the Senate's effort to oust her. They've also asked the Assembly to impeach her, um, and in fact, you know, a, a proposal has been introduced to do so. Um, my my colleague Tyler Katzenberger actually did a pretty good story, kind of breaking down. There, there are a lot of issues um, with with the articles of impeachment that they introduced, but um, you know that 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 war continues. There's a lawsuit. Haven't seen a lot of movement in it, so um, we'll be curious to see what happens with that.
0: Well, I, I, I'm glad that we've rekindled our on-air relationship. So, um, and I'm sorry that we haven't talked to you in a while. I look forward to future <laughs> conversations. Anytime. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're back at it. All right, Jesse. Your point, outstanding reporter for the General Sentinel. Thank you, Jesse.
1: Thanks, Steve.